Howdy, y'all, and welcome to another episode of The Daily Grind. I'm your host, John Spencer, so grab a mug of your favorite brew and get ready to brew your brain as we give a rundown on today's dates and some interesting historical facts, and to sharpen your wit as I toss out some random musing and facts just to get your brain gears turning, and hopefully a time to enrich your faith as we talk about our walk with Jesus. Hey, so joining me again this week for Brew Your Brain and Sharpen Your Wit is my sister, Carla Cockrell. Hello, Daily Grind. Got me a cup of my favorite brew, too, so let's go. Mm, Yeah. And now it's that time to brew your brain. It's Thursday, August 31st, last day of August. And on this date in 1888, Mary Ann Nichols was murdered within the British Commonwealth. Okay. And also of significance on this date in 1980, Let Valesa in Poland started the Solidarity Movement Uh, to rise up against the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. Yep. That was the beginning of the end. Then a decade later, the Berlin Wall comes down. Mm -hmm. And also on this date in 1997, Princess Diana was killed in a car crash involving photographers chasing her um, and maybe alcohol in the system of her driver. Or maybe a planned assassination by (laughs) Guido Stona. (laughs) We just don't know. Well, I'm pretty sure not the latter. August 31st, August 31st is Diatomaceous Earth Day. Oh, okay. That's Love an interesting thing. Everything about Diatomaceous Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you should check out Her- Howard Garrett's website. Right, right, right. It does amazing stuff. It is Eat Outside Day. Okay. Probably not happening for me. Mm-hmm. It's Matchmaker Day. Okay. Now, I don't know if that is like, you know, matchmaker, matchmaker, <laughs> or if it's people who actually make matches, matches. that you strike. I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to have to find out. I'm curious, too. So It would be very efficient if they were both that day. Both, right? Could be. Yeah. It's like Fiddler on the Roof, Matchmaker Day. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. It's also South Carolina Day. <laughs> okay and it's trail mix day oh delicious i know so have some trail mix i will and now's that time on the daily grind to sharpen your wit okay carla do you know the difference between a nook and a cranny well no <laughs> a nook i mean they're both small little places but a nook yes. is a corner okay a cranny is going to be other any small non-corner okay yeah (laughs) non-corner okay a jellyfish is 95 percent water okay humans you and i are about 60 percent water okay just for comparison got it 
There are 63,360 inches in a mile. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These are all going to be some random number things that hit me on this Thursday. The okay. Capitol Building in Washington, D.C. has 365 steps from the basement oh. to the top of the dome. I had no idea. One for I every day of the year. Them. <laughs> I'll be counting them. One for every day of the year. Because so <sighs> gravity. And atmospheric pressure, too. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Both of those. No, what? yeah. Atmosphere, less than my life. The first lighthouse to use electricity in the United States was the Statue of Liberty in 1886. <gasps> I did not realize that. Which maybe makes Good me idea. want to bad about saying we left her outside like lawn furniture when she was actually <laughs> a lighthouse. Yes. I didn't realize she was a lighthouse, but that makes sense. Yeah. A statue and a nightlight. Mm. So... In 1878, the first telephone book ever was issued in New Haven, Connecticut. And it had 50 names, and they were all businesses. Okay. There you go. 1878. Hmm. To now, you can find any person's address. I know. (laughs) Nothing's printed. So. Oh, you used to could be unlisted in the phone book, but yes, it's, yeah, it's harder and harder to. And now robots can call you. Yes, that's so fun. Yeah, that's not so much fun. <laughs> I think that kitchen remodelers are counterproductive. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know, puns about poop are not my favorite. <laughs> Same. But they're number two. Oh, stop. <laughs> Carla, oh. I had a horse one time that I called Mayo. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, sometimes mayonnaise. <laughs> Got it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Horses do. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what they do. <laughs> And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to enrich our faith. Dallas Willard pointed out that rushing around is a huge obstacle to our spiritual well-being. He said that we should ruthlessly eliminate hurry from our lives. We don't actually have to be in such a hurry. We've just somehow convinced ourselves that we do. Hear me. Being busy isn't the same as being in a hurry. It's that feeling of rushing and hurrying that's really the problem. I mean, throughout history, people have always been busy, working from sunrise to sunset just to put food on the table and take care of their families. But what's really messing with us is the constant need to be in a hurry in our culture. And here's the kicker. Being in a hurry changes us, and not for the better. I mean, think about it. When we're in a hurry... We're not quite ourselves. We become short-tempered. We're easily annoyed. We're not as helpful as we should be. Our judgment gets all wonky. Making quick decisions on the fly isn't usually a great idea. And if we're spending our whole lives in a hurry, we're making a bunch of bad choices. And we're missing out on the chance to really connect and commune with God. The hurry mindset is turning us into different 
and worse versions of ourselves. So how can we be spiritually healthy? Simple. Don't hurry. Don't rush. Kick hurry to the curb. Ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. And God has actually given us a solution that we usually tend to ignore. To ditch hurry, we need to observe a Sabbath. Regularly set aside a good chunk of time just to be still, just to chill out, just to do nothing. I mean, don't try to get things done. Instead, relax, hang out with God, enjoy your family. I don't know. Sound interesting? Well, I think the Bible pretty much suggests that we do this once a week, that we really slow down. Here I am studying, journaling about all this, getting ready for this Daily Grind podcast. What happens the very next morning while driving to work? Catch myself hurrying. Fortunately, I was hit with a really strong feeling from the Holy Spirit that I was being a hypocrite, hurrying for no good reason. Hypocrisy, by the way, is a sin. And hurry is just a burden that I don't need to be drugged down with. Kind of like Hebrews 12.1 says. And then, bam, those words just came back to me. Ruthlessly eliminate hurry. And I thank God that I didn't spiral into guilt or denial, both of which wouldn't have helped at all. Instead, with the help of the Spirit of Jesus, I was able just to loosen my grip on the steering wheel, take a deep breath, So here's something to put in your toolbox. Just a simple prayer for a Sabbath day. I start praying the simple prayer that I heard years ago during a silent retreat. With Jesus, I remember the Sabbath because you make me glad by your deeds, O Lord. I sing for joy at the work of your hands. Now the second half of that prayer comes straight out of verse 4, Psalm 92. And it's a special psalm about the Sabbath. So I've been praying that psalm on my Sabbath days for a while. I simply start off with that prayer, saying it slowly, and then dropping off the last parts until I'm left with a simple heart prayer with Jesus. I'll start with, Jesus, I remember the Sabbath because you made me glad by your deeds, O Lord. I sing for joy at the work of your hands. With Jesus, I remember the Sabbath. Because you made me glad by your deeds, O Lord. With Jesus, I remember the Sabbath. Because you made me glad. With Jesus, I remember the Sabbath. With Jesus. And it changes. But that's the idea. And I must have said that little prayer a whole bunch of times. A Sabbath. But it begins to really sink in. And then when I catch myself rushing, it comes out of me. And it's a prayer that helps me slow down. Now, I will tell you, developing the discipline of observing the Sabbath, a day that we seriously cut out, hurry, it takes time and effort, like any spiritual discipline. There are no shortcuts to spiritual growth. But it's a practice that puts us in a place where we can listen, where we can hear from the Holy Spirit better. So take it slow. Focus on God's presence. Get in sync with Jesus's relaxed ways and stay that way as we go about our day, doing the work that God has for us. I think that's a better way of living. 
Now, the first time I remember encountering any of this kind of stuff and the need to cut out hurry and to grow spiritually was when I'd read an article by John Ortberg about an experience that he had with Dallas Willard. Ortberg said he was dealing with hurry sickness. And Dallas's advice was to ruthlessly eliminate hurry from his life. Living unhurried isn't just about moving slower. It's about our mindset, our attitude. Rushing is a sign that we are making ourselves way too important and that we're trying to cram too much in. Hurrying steals the precious sacred moment that we have. And we forget that now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. 2 Corinthians 6.2 and when we slow down, we can better understand the words of Psalm 46.10, to stop striving and know that I'm God. So instead of hurrying all over the place and worrying about what's next, we can focus and see what God is doing right now. And then we can join in on the good stuff that God's doing all around us. Stuff like righteousness and peace and joy. Romans 14, 17. So I'm going to go back and revisit Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. Come to me, Jesus said, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I hope you have a great Thursday. And remember, with Jesus, I remember the Sabbath because you made me glad by your deeds, O Lord. And I sing for joy at the works of your hands. Thank you for joining me on another episode of The Daily Grind. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Grace and peace to you in the name of King Jesus.